0: Hello there. Do you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Now that's a name I've not heard in a long time.
1: for assistance help me obi-wan kenobi
2: you're my only hope you don't know the power of the dark side you are the chosen one all your life you've been in a cage padawan ah. when you are ready we would be honored if you would join us
1: This is Star Wars Galactic Archives. This is the podcast you're looking for. If this is your first time to the channel, we'll... 4D, was that necessary? I know you're excited to get going, but can I say hello to all of our travelers and our visitors first before you blow a circuit? Thank you. Why don't you go to the ship and get it all prepped up for hyperspace? Droids. I'm sorry, everyone. 4D is a little excited today. He has not been off world in quite some time. As I was saying, this is Star Wars Galactic Archives, and if this is your first time joining us, welcome. And to all of our returning travelers, welcome back. This is our Halloween special. Over the last few weeks, we have been looking into dark planets leading up to Halloween. And today I thought I would do something special. So I brought the droids out to help me. And they have been getting our ship ready. Yep, that's right. They have been pulling out all the stops and getting us ready for takeoff. We're going to use our ship, the Shyrak because not only will we learn about another dark planet today, but we will be flying off-world and taking a little bit of a tour. Now, a little bit about our ship, the Chirac.
0: Excuse me, sir, but GA-4D has made a most considerable mess on the bridge. I was hoping you might come out and restrain him.
1: I'll be right out, T-9. I guess we'll have to take that tour another time for the ship the joys of having droids. They're just like kids. Sometimes they are very helpful, and, you know what? I wouldn't know what I would do without them. Then there are times when they get excited, and then...
0: I told you, Master Tregus said he would be right out. Now you need to straighten this mess up so we can leave. No, I won't clean this up. I did not make this mess. I need to get my console set and ready. So how's it going up here? GA4D has made a mess of unboxing your files here on the bridge. I told him he would see the planet soon, but he would not wait.
1: Now 4D, I know you're excited to get going, but that didn't mean to start rifling through all of my files that I have on hand. Why don't you help 4D clean up, T9, and then we can get going. 4D, you can get the oil bath ready for T9 to use when we get back, since he is helping you clean this mess up. And I don't wanna hear any more complaints about it.
0: Oh, thank you, sir.
1: (sighs) Alrighty then, with that done and out of the way, Now I guess I'll stay up here so some of us don't get impatient. You know what? Maybe I'll just go on a little bit of a ship rundown real quick while I'm up here. Like I said, this is the Shyrak, named after the bat-like creatures on Korriban. She's slick, razor fast, yet imposing when needed. She's been sitting in storage for quite some time now. We haven't taken her out as often as I would like. She is a Fury-class Imperial Interceptor, much like Lord Malgus's Interceptor from the Old Republic game. She has been updated over the years, but serves as well as an archivist ship with quote-unquote defensive capabilities. She has multiple cabins for sleeping and storage for the odd traveler who might come with us, a conference room for us to go over research, A communication room for us to transmit on the go like we are doing today and the bridge where we currently are some may see her as not quite big enough for long-term travel but for us size doesn't always matter now as much of a headache they may give me I could not make this trip alone it takes the three of us myself GA4D, who you heard earlier. He is an Old Republic Astromech, set for long range travel with a few modifications I made myself. And then there is my co pilot, C4T9. He is a GE3 series protocol droid. Not only is he a great co pilot, but he has been one of the best archivists in our sector.
0: Well, thank you, sir. I also have been programmed with over 6,000 battle attacks, defensive stances, and strategic tactics in case of an emergency, of course.
1: Yes, that's right, T-9. You are ready for just about anything.
0: With that being said, sir, we are ready to go.
1: Alright then, 4D, prep the hyperdrive for light speed. Type in our destination, Dagaba. <laughs> T-9, would you mind pulling up the specs for the planet? We can go over them on our way there.
0: Certainly, sir. I have them right here.
1: All right, 4D, we're going. You ready, T-9?
0: At your word, sir.
1: Punch it. Ordi, why don't you go grab an extra power pack from the back of the room, and put your thrusters on for when we land. T9, why don't you go over the spec so our followers know where we are headed and what to expect.
0: Yes, sir. Dagobah is a planet located in the Celis Sector of the Outer Rim Territories. It is a hot and humid world with a hotbed of life among the purest locations in the entire galaxy within the energy field known as the Force. Dagobah is a mysterious, mist-shrouding, swampy planet, mostly covered in swamps and bogs, interspread with countless shallow lakes and lagoons, and multiple living caves. It is shared with a mysterious time-related quality with such locals as Mortis and Ektu. The continental and oceanic crusts of Dagobah are only vaguely defined, and there is little in the way of volcanic activity or earthquakes. Dagobah is home to many creatures such as bog wings, dragon snakes, butcher bugs, slings, vine snakes, and swamp slugs. Examples of flora include the Illidad plant, the yoghurt plant, gnarled tree, and Yoram seed. This planet is devoid of any advanced or indigenous civilizations or sentience. Dagobah has also two seasons, a dry season and a wet season. During the peak of the long dry season, over half an orbit after the rains end, the uplands become too hot for most life forms to survive, necessitating any that live there to migrate to the lower lands. Beneath the rapidly leaf canopies of the gnarled trees that emerge from the receding green and thick waters, the once inundated lower lowerlands revert back to a marshy swamp once again. As the airs grow more humid, the gray overcast clouds return, and before another quarter-orbit passes, the planet is far enough away from the sun that the dry season ends, and the rains return. Again, flooding the lowlands and covering the trees in water, making the uplands habitable once more.
1: Thank you very much, T-9. I would like to bring up one aspect of the planet as well, and that's the cave, or the dark cave. T-9, can you bring up the definition of a force nexus?
0: Yes, sir. A force nexus, or vergence, is a location where the force, or any particular aspect of the force, is unusually strong.
1: And that is exactly what it is. A pool of strong, dark-sided energy. So much so that it pulls on the whole planet in a way that no one can stay on the planet for very long without going mad. But why, you may ask, does the cave have such a strong connection to the dark side of the force? The answer is found in a story that takes place about 700 years before the Clone Wars and follows the Jedi Knight named Mitch, who is the same species as Yoda. He and his fellow Jedi were sent on a mission to destroy a cult of a Dark Jedi. During the mission, Minch confronted one of the Dark Jedi and attacked him. During the fight, the Dark Jedi taunted Mitch over his small stature, calling him Little and saying that the Council must have been desperate in sending Jedi Padawans. Now, despite his efforts, Mitch was overwhelmed by his opponent and was knocked back. Luckily for him, however, another Jedi who had come on the mission rushed in to save him and cornered the Darksider seeing he had no means of escape the dark jedi took his own life as a way to prevent the jedi from gaining any information on his master now shortly after the jedi were notified that an unidentified ship had just launched from the station that they were on believing it was the leader of the dark side cult they pursued the ship now the long chase led them to the solace sector which contained the planet Degaba the same planet that the cult leader was headed towards in an attempt to escape. Believing landing on the planet was too dangerous for the small starfighters, the head of the Jedi team called off everyone from pursuing further. But Mitch disobeyed his orders and continued on and entered the planet's orbit. Soon enough, his starfighter was caught in the chaotic storms and was struck down, causing him to crash land onto Dagobah. Leaping out of his crashed fighter, Mitch sensed the Dark Sider user nearby and chased after him. Now Mitch finally caught up with the Dark Sider when he approached a cave demanding him to surrender. Mitch carefully approached the cave and confronted the cult leader. The cult leader then called him a weak child who is full of fear and anger seeking to prove himself once and for all mitch leaped into the air and attacked the cult leader yelling that size matters not but the cult leader had a different opinion in that size does matter as he had said he used a dark side ability that made himself appear far larger than he actually was the darksider became a massive giant tenfold the size that he originally was Mitch quickly cut down the giant which resulted him fall apart into dozens of miniature versions of himself. They attacked the Jedi and overwhelmed him as they literally buried him with their bodies. But all of this was just an illusion, a dark sided trick. As during the entire event Mitch was able to lend a blow on the cult leader and cut him down, ending the illusion. As a result, despite mere moments from death, the cult leader proclaimed that he had defeated the Jedi and that he will make a fine addition to the dark side. He then died and his body melted within the cave. His blood and dark-sided energies seeped into the cracks and the atmosphere of the cave, embedding them forever with the dark side of the Force. Thus, the dark side cave of Dagobah was born. The illusions that protruded through this Darksider would now create the illusions for future Jedi when they would enter the cave.
0: Sir, we are coming up on Dagobah now. <laughs>
1: There it is. Quite beautiful, I will admit. It kind of looks like a giant green cat's eye marble. T9, let's put down near the cave like we did last time when we were here.
0: As you wish, sir.
1: Talk about the definition of spooky. Here we finally are, Dagobah.
0: I think I'll stay here, sir, and prep us for our trip back home.
1: That's fine, T9. 4D, let's go. You know, stepping out there is a heaviness into the air that I forgot about. We won't stay for long. Last time I was here, I was in the med room for days cleaning out my lungs. Yes, 4D. That's an aural tree. Its roots run through all of the swamps, just like the trees of earth down in Louisiana. In fact, If you're not able to come to Dagobah yourself, going to Louisiana bayous would be the next best bet. The thick trees and swamps and the atmosphere itself is very similar to Dagobah. Look, 4D, there's a dragon snake. And there's a bokwing. Let's sit down over here and I'll pull up the history of the planet. T9 gave me this readout that I can go over for a little bit. We won't go too deep today. Let's just sit right here on this log. Let me pull this up. Dagobah. Alrighty. In the late stage of the war and under the guidance of the spirit of Qui-Gon Jinn, Yoda briefly traveled to Dagobah seeking answers to explain mysterious voices only he could hear. There, he was given the spiritual task of finding out how to become one with the Force and achieve true immortality. Yoda noted how strong the planet was with the Force, and learned from Qui-Gon's Force Spirit that it was one of the purest places in the galaxy. This was formed from the basis for why Yoda eventually chose to endure this time in exile here. During this short visit, Yoda entered the tainted cave and experienced a powerful vision showing him the extent of the Sith's tightening hold on the galaxy, the impending destruction of the Jedi Order, and confirmed the existence of Darth Sidious. So in 19 BBY, at the beginning of the Great Jedi Purge, Jedi Master Yoda entered into exile in the swamps of Dagobah. Having experienced visions of the impending destruction of the Jedi Order during his first visit to Dagobah, Yoda had decided a long time ago, before, that if the clouded future should become a reality, he would return there, by choosing a world that quote-unquote didn't exist, it had been wiped from a lot of memory banks and files, and living on the planet, writhing with the living force. Yoda remained completely undetectable. He made his dwelling near the Cave of Evil, or the Dark Cave, which further negated his light-sided presence. Now, at some point, Yoda encountered the clone Galen Merrick, who, like Merrick, took on the name Starkiller. When the clone went to Dagobah to find himself, he allowed Starkiller to enter the Dark Side Cave, telling him that he was simply a watcher. Despite it being a remote planet, the system was included as a destination in the Intergalactic Passport, with it being specifically recommended that any space travelers who stopped at Dagobah must carry all-purpose antihistamine tablets and topical ointments at all times during the visits there in order to lessen the effects of various insect bites that occur there still. We have a little bit happening today, but it's not too bad. I think we've stayed relatively close to the ship that it's kept them at bay. Though I can really feel that force of the cave today. There's something else pulling that I just can't... Can't put my finger on. Anyway... In 3ABY, during the Galactic Civil War, Luke Skywalker would come to the planet to learn from Yoda. This is what we saw in the Empire Strikes Back film. Luke later entered the cave where the Dark Jedi had been defeated to test himself and experience a vision where he fought a version of Darth Vader with Luke's face under the mask, hinting at both Vader's identity as his father and his own later involvement in the dark side. Now later in 4ABY, which would be the time of Return of the Jedi, he had returned for one final conversation with Yoda before his teacher's death. Now in 14 ABY, the dark side power of the cave there was siphoned by the disciples of Ragnus. This supposedly removed all of the dark energy, but it presumably returned to its source when the sector of Ragnus was destroyed or otherwise somehow regenerated itself. In 22 ABY, Anakin Solo returned to Dagobah because Anakin had been troubled by visions of himself as a dark Jedi. This was due to his heritage as the grandson of Anakin Skywalker, who had become the infamous Darth Vader, of course. After surviving encounters with the planet's dangerous fauna, Anakin and his companions finally reached the same cave to which Luke had gone years before. There, Anakin faced the manifestations of his own doubts, but, of course, being a Skywalker, he emerged victorious. Finally, in 36 ABY, Grandmaster now Luke Skywalker sent three Jedi Knights to Dagobah to meditate in exile. They had been deemed a threat to the Jedi security due to the three joiners passing Jedi information to the Aaron Droid through. During the Swarm War, Luke told them that he would call them once they felt they were ready to rejoin the Order and that they were not to leave until they felt the call. What is it? 4-D, what are you looking for? Looking? Found
2: someone you have, I would say, hmm? <laughs>
1: Jedi Master Yoda, what are you doing here? Oh, here you are, hmm? It is good to see you, Master Jedi. Brought you here, the galaxy has.
2: I am wondering, why are you here?
1: I came out here to show the people of Earth the planet. It is Halloween time on the planet of Earth, and they enjoy dark, spooky things this time of year. We have been talking about dark planets, so I thought I would bring them to Dagobah as a sort of an ending treat to our program that we do back on Earth.
2: Such darkness.
1: (laughs) Yes, it is, but it is for amusement only, Master Jedi. If you don't mind me asking, are you here on a mission of some type? No. Only a watcher am I now. Your path, clearly, this is. Growing your abilities are. Yes, Master Jedi. I am trying. We have been filling the archives as best we can. If you don't mind, could I ask you what you think about the planet here? Strong this planet is with the Force. I'm sorry Master jedi four d is very tactless sometimes. I will say this, you look very well, sir.
2: when nine hundred years old you reach look as good you are not hmm? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yes, sir, you are right, friends we are hmm? yes, sir, of course. Do something for me. you must I can try, Master Jedi
2: no. Try not, do, or do not,
1: there is no try. (laughs) Yes sir, of course, I am sorry. What is it that you need me to do? Impossible to see,
2: the future is. Already all around us the cage may be, encountered something difficult I have. You must unlearn what you have learned, for my ally, is the force and the power for all it is. Life creates it, makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. Yes, even between the land and the ship. Luminous beings are we, not this, crude matter. You must feel the Force around you. You will find everything that we know, yes. But what about what we know not, hmm? Something lost. On the precipice, we are, yes. Pass on what you have learned.
1: But why me, Master Jedi? It is the spontaneity you find so easily. Which others do not. That is what sets you apart.
2: That is why I ask for your
1: help. I will do all that I can, sir. I promise.
2: Come, come. May the Force be with you.
1: And may the Force be with you, Master Jedi. Yes, 4D, let's go. I was not expecting that. The trip itself would have been enough for me, but to get to speak with Jedi Master Yoda was a treat in itself. I was not expecting that today.
0: (laughs) Sir, welcome back. Is everything alright? Scanners picked up a energy surge near your position. Yes,
1: T9, we are fine. We actually had an encounter with the Force Ghost of Jedi Master Yoda.
0: Really, sir? Is everything alright?
1: Everything is fine. He just made us promise to keep digging, cataloging, and researching all we can. And to continue passing on our knowledge and sharing it with the galaxy.
0: In that case, sir, I will update our storage capacity in the memory banks as soon as we return home.
1: Yeah, we are going to need it. 4D. Set the hyperdrive for home. We've got work to do this is going to be a lot of work but i'm going to do my best and you know what all of you can help too help me keep my promise to jedi master yoda by following us here on the podcast, share it with a friend or with whatever species you choose. You can help us out by giving us a five star review. You can follow us on Instagram at Star Wars Galactic Archives. And you can now email us at Star Wars Galactic Archives at gmail.com. I'll put everything in the descriptions below. I'll put some hyperlinks in for you.
0: We are ready for lightspeed, sir.
1: Alright T9, I hope you all enjoyed our special today. Thank you all for joining us on the trip, and I hope you all have a happy and very spooky Halloween. As always, I am Darth Tragus. May the force guide you. Okay T9, punch it.